Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Big Thing. have Mark Ellis here today. I finally watched The Suicide Squad. It's not going to be a spoiler review, but I'm definitely going to give my thoughts, talk to him about it. But before I even get into that with Mark, a reminder, speaking of Mark Ellis, myself and Mark, on October 8th in New York at the New York Comedy Club, you get tickets at markellis.live. It's me, and Mark's obviously going to be headlining. Ken Knapsack on the bill. Going to be a lot of people there, and Mark's also doing a show there on Thursday as well. I'm going to try to pop in, so hopefully you guys can uh, obviously go there support everybody. Mark is going to be there Thursday and Friday, and then we have the Schmodown on Saturday night, so you can get those tickets at theschmodownlive.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Apple Podcast if, you, if we're in Spotify and all of that stuff. But we are now getting to the big thing. It's me. It's Mark Ellis. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to the big thing. What was that look? You, you, you made a look like, you made a face like you didn't execute something properly, yeah, but was, that was I, just classic Wolfman Jack DJ. It, well, I'm getting used to it with you're this spinning, thing. I'm you're spinning, spinning records, spinning you're hitting records. buttons. I'm moving, I'm maneuvering. You're influencing minds, you're shaping opinions. Why do you hate the fucking headphones so much? I'm just curious, you always have, since the Collider days, since, that, that you just hate them. Why, don't you don't like, like stuff to hear, in my ears. Do you not like to hear your voice, to be honest? I don't need to hear my voice. Okay. I think a lot of people in yeah. our space, yes, in our hear, community, love to hear the sound of their own voice. fall in love yeah. with their own voice. I, and I have a voice that is very fall and lovable. Yeah. And I do enjoy my voice. I just don't need to stroke the ego like that. Someone told me yesterday, someone commented, a, a new fan who'd been, or, or rediscovering our stuff, was just saying how, oh no, you know what it was? I think it was, he found me from Kevin Smith's show, started listening, and thinks mm-hmm. that you have the ultimate game show uh, voice. It's the, there. It is. It's, it's, it always it's has in the wheelhouse. Yeah. He said, no offense to me. I said, none taken. Yeah, no whammies. Yes, you, I mean, I can oh, really lean into great it. Great press your luck. When I want to. I, yeah, it's that. tough to follow in the legendary footsteps of the late, great Peter Tamarkin. But did he die? Yeah, he died oh, uh, he in die? an airplane accident. It was oh, like a, really? a single or a, a double prop plane or something when? right out in, in the Santa Monica Ocean. The plane went down, and people were filming it from the beach. This was, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Oh, really? Somewhere around there? Yeah, and then it came out that Peter Tamarca was on the plane, and it was just uh, such a such a tragic That's event. I used to watch that show religiously. Yeah, the whammies were great. The whammies kept us awesome. kids in, in, in line. I remember being in New York and getting ready to go out with friends because they used to air it at like in the afternoon 
It was it was on. In it the was afternoon. on in the afternoon. This was before the days of the Game Show Network, right. and then Game Show Network, I believe, started airing old episodes of it. Yeah, again and again. Yeah, and definitely again. because it, this this was there was a guy that beat the system. Did you ever see that? And one? they were going to make a movie about it. Yeah, yeah. And it was going to star Bill Murray as the guy. Is that true? Who beat the system? Oh, and then wow. it just it, it kind of went apart in the eleventh hour. Yeah. Oh my god, he would have been great. As it would have been great. Holy shit! And like, if there's a, I mean, as far as game shows, we all know how Josh feels about Jeopardy. Yep. What game show? Would you want to actually know? Let's do this for each other because we know each other pretty well. Yeah. We've worked together a few years. What do you what think? What game show are you giving me? And yeah. what game show am I giving you? Not to punish the person, not to F that, with them. That we, it's a good job. That we think them. we would excel at the best. I just gave it to you. I would press you think your, press your luck? Press your luck would 100%. Okay. You would have been having fun because you could crack some jokes. I think in between. Wheel of Fortune. For me? For me. Oh, for you. I'm taking mine. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, think, I think Wheel of Fortune because you, I could see that too. You get to crack jokes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a good speller. That helps. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what? You can be Vanna. You can be, because I you are so going to be so I'd be befuddled. Like, I'd be like, come on, asshole, it's right there. Yeah, but they're it's gonna... right there. It's tomato. How do you miss tomato? <laughs> you are going to be so preoccupied trying to find which one lights up. Yeah, sure, like, like a dog with a, or a cat with a, with a light. Oh, it's going to be so much fun torturing yeah. you. We should um, switch off. We should host Wheel of Fortune together and switch off nights. Yeah, I'll give myself one. I would probably the dating game. You'd be really good at the dating game. You're good at those, like, getting those questions in. Yeah. You know, getting inside somebody. You got, like, a, a real Brian Perez, don't be a beardo streak like that, where Maneuver you just get around. into somebody's psyche. Right. So dating game for you would be pretty good. The newlywed game That'd I might be give you. Because it's sort of the same same vein. Or hosting the – or Harrison's old gig on The Bachelor. Yeah. It's a game show. You, a game show. You would be – What a gig that is. What? Well, I, I mean, I don't know, job. because you produced it. What, how hard job? is it to host that show? I mean, he was very good at his job. Um, he, he's no longer there, obviously, but he was, he was, he was very good. Um, I, I just want to know, because I'm it, a little cocky about it. I have to tell you that I think that it's not that necessarily that it's hard, but you've got to be good, because I, my wife still watches the... I mean, I, I definitely watch Bachelor in Paradise. I think it's a train wreck, and I enjoy watching it. And the guy... Who's this? There's, we'll jump back to the Harrison thing in a second, but there's a guy, is his name Brooks? I can't remember his name. Uh, the, the bartender, right? Yeah. This guy was a cast member on, I think he was even cast member in Bachelor in Paradise at one point. Mm -hmm. Gets a job as a bartender, as a goof, and he becomes the regular bartender. He's had that job for like five years. Oh, what a gig. What a job. And then I think he's like married to like one of the actresses in Modern Family. He's, this guy is, is, is made like Being a made out like bartender a on a show like that, we don't really have. I mean, look. You can do anything. I'm looking at gigs as far as how much fun can I have while yeah. I'm actually working. Right. right. Because I enjoy having my fun, but I have to do the show first. It's like we tape Schmodowns. I'm not, I'm not drinking. I'm not really socializing until no. after Afterwards, all after the match. matches. So if we're taping four or five matches in a day, I'm going to be all business. Right. And then afterwards is when Fun Mark comes. That's when you do it. Is when you let your mullet down. Yeah, and I can't even do that. I, I decide I, I can't I, I can't even do that. I'll have like a drink with you, or I'll have something. Like, right. But it's it's for me at this point running all of it. It's like it's it's better that I just say have a great time, guys. Yeah. Don't do anything stupid. But that's the toughest thing. I think it, our job is a little similar to somebody who's hosting the Bachelor, just in the sense that right. you have you have those live shows that they do, particularly yeah. like the reaction shows or afterwards, where that's where you really got to be on your game because yeah. it's live there's there's so much other stuff like you can tape that rose ceremony 10 times if you need to if yeah. you need to get a pickup it's he pretty doesn't easy have to, to do. do anything for that you know it's like he the majority of the night for the cocktail night and everything yeah. he's not there he's just he's when they need him like okay we're gonna get harrison stuff at this point all right we need him to come in at two in the morning have him ready put him up at the hotel he comes in he does his thing but you know he was married for a long time and then he wasn't 
And yeah. that's that's going to put a strain. That's the one reason I probably don't know if I would do it or want to do it because the travel. It's why I didn't that's why I didn't take a larger job at production there because they wanted me as a on-set producer, but I didn't want to travel all Well, now you could have done that though when it was just you and your wife I before was, you procreated. When they offered me that it was right when we were thinking about having Viv. Yeah, that's I mean that, that that's a if you're yeah. already kind of going down that path and we were working on our stuff at the time. You remember yeah, yeah, I yeah. built I we built a, all the, a lot of the stuff that yeah. I was doing, the marketing stuff. It all came while I, I did my work when I was there, but I also did right. our work when when I was there. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was, was a nice little podcast studio for uh, We used that for a we, few weeks. We too. used for a while. It was a couple months. Was it? Yeah. yeah, we shot. We we went in on the weekends and shot at the Bachelor Studios. It was great for me because I think at that, yeah, yeah, we just roll over there on 10, 15 minutes from, yeah. from where we were. I hit point. Quiznos afterwards yeah, next we, to the strip club. Yeah, and we shot like three or four episodes a day, or like three episodes, I think it was a day. We would shoot, we would go in the morning. We'd I don't remember sh- that. Yeah, we'd really? shoot, yeah, we'd shoot like three. We'd put like three in the can because remember that's when we had Katie, the producer. Not okay. Katie Sackoff. Katie, right. she, she would come in and like Jeremy Johns was in that one time. He came in. We had Steve Renazzisi. Yeah, Matt um, Atchity was in that. Atchity. That's when Atchity certified us. The fir- people still, all the YouTube people that are certified now, mm-hmm. and all the like the people. There's you know a lot of places. Even it, it, there's there's always like who was the first champion? Who was the first this? No one says the schmoes. <laughs> the first fucking certified YouTube reviewers. No one says it. Sometimes when when you make an accomplishment, they, they build you a statue outside the stadium, and everybody sees it and everybody acknowledges that. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a that's Not a us. forefather. Uh, and then sometimes you take a famous lightsaber yeah. and you bury it in the bottom basement of some bar that's in what, the middle of nowhere right. on a lake. We, we are the buried lightsaber. That's where our legacy is. We are the buried lightsaber. <laughs> Somebody's going to discover it. I got something fucking cool Maybe. for you, though. I got something really cool for you. So no. a guy going to the phone. No, no, no. This guy wrote me fan and he's uh, military mm-hmm. and he told me a story. And this is and it's a crazy story. It's a really crazy story. Guy's name is Artie Burak. Which USO tour did he see me on? Uh, well, listen to this. He says, this is a, here's the story. He said that he was, it's a while ago, but he said when he was stationed in Guantanamo Bay, he was assigned to interrogate this guy. Bagnino. Yeah. Who they knew had a very good intel on some people that they were trying to capture. Okay. His deployment was nine months, and it took him um, a long time to crack this guy. So he said, long story short, he started playing schmodown matches in the day room for the prisoners, and he noticed that the guy that he was working on got really into the matches. And right before the, he, he finally re, uh, requested the prisoner to be moved to a different cell away from his friends, he had no access to the day room anymore. So he would not find out what happened uh, in any of the matches, and he ended up telling me everything that I needed to know in order to be able to watch some more of the schmodown and additional hours in the day room. So the whole process took him nine months. There was a lot missing, but at least I, I, you got the idea, as we said. And I re- responded to him, get out of here. Are you pulling my leg? The guy gave it up at the end for the matches? He said, dude, nine months working on this dipshit, and he got addicted to the schmodown, and ultimately it was his downfall. We got to get this guy drunk. No shit. We got to take this guy out for drinks. I mean, we got to squeeze this guy for information. Like, he was squeezing... The prisoner for information, because I want every ounce of this story. Yep. I need to know everything about this. Everything. Yeah. It was, I mean, because he, he was, he'd been trying, he had wrote me a little while ago, and then I saw it, 
And then I reached out. I was like, "Could you could you tell me what it is?" And he and he wrote that. I said, "I gotta say it on the show." And he's like, "Absolutely. Just let me know when you're when you're gonna." Mm. I mean, I was I said, "My God, I have to do it while you're on the show." I had to. Like, that is that yeah. is just so exciting. You you, you got to think that guy, whoever the prisoner was, yeah, flipped out when Andreco cleared the table. A hundred percent. Because yeah, that oh, I want to know what match he was watching. That guy was probably in the middle of Whitworth Knapsack, so, and it's coming and, down and, to the wire. And, and this dude said, "Nope, you got to either tell yep. me where your boys are. You ain't gonna find out who won the fucking." That's Star Wars how title. you do it. That was beautiful. We don't have to do any of those ancient medieval tactics. Don't right. need to waterboard anybody. Right. We don't need to play loud Lamb of God heavy no. metal. We just need to give him the schmodown. That's it. You. That's that's all you got to do. I never got to go to yet. Yeah, never been to Gitmo. I've uh, been to the Middle East three times yeah, I know you for the USO. So you got bit by the dogs, right? Yeah, on purpose, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't like I was attacked by wild dogs. No, you just walked in and you, and you got... Every time. Put on that big, fat training suit, let them bite have me. Have you done it every time? Yeah, it's fun. I, it looks fun. I mean, it's it's fun, but holy crap, when you're actually in yeah. there and it's about to happen, you're like, okay, okay, good doggy. Because you, you got to, even even though they do it a thousand times over, you're like, what if this is the one time where he actually makes it through the suit? Well, because you got to remember, people who are training and they're training these dogs every day, they still are building a rapport with the dogs. Right. This dog, Eddie, doesn't know me from Adam. Eddie. So luckily, Eddie and I became good friends, and right. I, I keep up with Eddie. And do you really? Yeah. Yeah, with, with Eddie's owner. Yeah, oh, Eddie's no owner. longer in active you know, service. You don't, but, email, uh, you don't email Eddie. Eddie you know, Eddie's I'm a dog. sure the emails get read to the dog. It's a German Shepherd, Christian. It's a very smart animal. Uh, German Shepherds are very smart yeah. animals. Yeah, now I could read an email to Molly, and she'd be passed out halfway through it. But the German Shepherds, they're alert. They're ready. As Freddie Lockhart right. says, they are the police officers of the dog community. They are. Does he, does he have a German Shepherd? He's got one German Shepherd, and he's got another big one now. I don't know what it is, and then they have a tiny one that kind of rules the roost. Got so, it. yeah, Freddie's just raising a... A whole, he's got a whole operation out there. His posts and Jason Galern's posts really make my, my days. <laughs> I really do. Because Freddie's got like, he's, it's, he just, it's like feel good posts. Yeah. And like, he's just, you know, he's just such a good guy. And, and Galern is just off his fucking rocker and just one of the funniest dudes out there. It's just, yeah. uh, it's, it's a weird, wacky, yeah. wild community. And how much do you owe me that I was able to, to show you in uh, the Brian Holtzman Instagram? Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, that was a great discovery. Yeah. That's, that is, a, I'm very proud of that discovery. Every time I see Holtzman, he just comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, how do you get so many Instagram followers?" <laughs> <laughs> did when you took that picture with him, and you meant, did he? <sighs> did you actually mention? Because there's no chance here. I, I've performed with him so many different times. I think he does what, remember you. Does he? I think so. Yeah. Was there when he fought somebody at Dublin's, mm-hmm. which was incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad. Did you ever wind up watching the documentary on the comedy store? No. You never watched it. No, haven't done it yet. I mean, I'm I'm I probably won't have I'll have some time in Vegas to just relax. But I'm gonna just be working a lot on a lot of different stuff there, so maybe I'll fire it up. But oh, I heard about another documentary. I met a director. I was at the comedy store last night and I met a director afterwards, and she has a new documentary that's coming out on Vice. What is it? That is called Too Soon Stand Up. In the aftermath of 9-11, I think is oh. what it is. Because, like, there was a big thing where 9-11 happens and people all these... Uh, and then comedy club, it's like, well, what do we do? Are right. we allowed to go laugh? And right. so it's right. just people flooding comedy clubs yeah. the rest of that week because what else are we going to do? And just and so it's the experiences of comics, of audience members, just kind of going through that process and dealing with the grieving thing. It's a very different situation now. Yeah. But there is something that we all are experiencing that's very scary out there that comics are talking about with the pandemic. And so... Sure. And, you know, it's, we're coming up on the anniversary. And so it's just like this weird confluence of events where it 
feels very relevant. So I cannot wait to check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'd like to check it out also. And it's 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 funny because I've had this conversation with so many different people over and I'm sure you and I have talked about it before too, but it, George Carlin always said, like, anything. Yeah. Anything can be funny. Mm-hmm. Not anyone can make anything <laughs> funny. And it's true. Like I'll tell yeah. you what, Ari Shafir, I just saw him do a joke on Instagram recently. He had posted something about um it was after the after the the, the buildings fell mm-hmm. in um in Miami. Yeah. It's a fucking it's a joke. I mean it's yeah. he he goes somewhere and you're like, I can't believe you're joking about it. And a lot of people were gonna be were offended by the joke. Joke's funny as far as is it too soon? Maybe, but it's the what he does and what he and he basically is just talking about this one guy that was there in in the whole thing that see, the guy was just leaving. He wasn't even living at the building. He was there to he went home from one night stand. And oh it, wow! And he's and he's like and he said, like, imagine this guy. You're like, he's like, this never happens to me. Yeah, I'm lucky. Oh, man, this is lucky. And he goes into this whole thing and he's and he, and it's like. It's one of those jokes, and Ari's always done this. It's one of those jokes you're just like, oh, I can't believe he's going there. But it's it's a fucking clever joke. It's a funny joke. But like, there are not a lot of comedians that can do that. There are not a lot of comedians that that do that are able to do that. And like you're saying with this too soon thing or with with nine eleven, I remember being mm-hmm. at the store, and I mean it was you're already out here. I was out. Right? I was yeah. out here. I didn't go to the. I wasn't at the store. I didn't start going to the comedy store like a lot mm-hmm. until like. I think it was like June or July. I had been there a couple of times, but June or July of like 2002. Okay. That's when I started going there a lot. I started showcasing there in August. Mm-hmm. I got past in November. Yeah. Um, it's a nice little short showcase win. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, are you facetious or? No. Oh, is that? Not see, at all. Okay. See, because I, yeah, right. There are other people. I, yeah. I At the time, I thought it was long. Yeah. Right. Because, and, and. No, it feels like a grind, but. It, but if if you it, can make it through, it like it, it, if you get me. past uh, it within the within the realm of one sports season, yeah, you're doing something right. Uh, yes, even baseball. I, well, I was I was, felt like I was in summer camp because I've told this story many many times over, blue in the face. But like I was, I would, I don't know how it is now how they showcase. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't even know they are showcasing right now. Yeah, yeah, but when they were doing it, mm-hmm. I mean, the way that, it, and I don't know how it was even when you did it, but like it was, I think. Sunday nights, Monday nights, and Tuesday nights were the showcase nights. Potluck. Yes. And it was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, and then you and I and you start, you did three, and then if you if you the first round you go back, you do six, and then you do ten, right? Yeah. And so, if you were on the showcase list, you could go up every one of those nights, regardless of whether Mitzi that was the showed thing. up. So I remember I can't remember the guy's name to this day. And I remember, it's a, it's a, and, I, and I'm sorry to the people who have heard this story maybe 20 times, but I don't really ever talked about it with Mark. But, um, but this guy was like, yeah, I'm not going up tonight. She's not here. I oh, yeah, you have those yeah. people that I'm are like, just I'm like, like, I'm yeah. like what, what, what are you talking about? Right. You fucking three nights to go up to the comedy store. Where else are you going to go? Are you going to go to the coffee shop down the block? Get the fuck yeah. on the stage. Shut up. Yeah. And this guy's like, nah. He like, thought he was too good. Like, he, mm-hmm. she's got to see me. Or the, and that was when I'm uh, one of the main reasons i think that i because out of that class it was only me and like one other person that got passed yeah i remember i remember seeing people like like do that process and and go through and i i had the same attitude you did but i was also by that time working at the comedy clubs (laughs) i I can't escape anyway yeah and so you might as well go up but i wanted to just because again it's reps right but you'd see people and and the fun thing for me is like people would come in and they'd like have an idea of what they're going to showcase with if mitzi shows up right and then if she doesn't show up it's like well 
all right, now I'm just going to go up and I'm just going to kind of, you know, try to feel something out, try to work on right, tinker right. with something new. And so there's a thousand different ways to skin that cat. Yeah, but the you, only way to do it yes, would be reps. to to continually go up on yeah, stage. And so yeah. when I started showcasing, Mitzi was, Mitzi was there for the for the vast majority of my showcasing. Yeah. And then they started going to this thing where it was just an inevitability. It was just a question of what night I was going to get past. Yeah. And then that was when they started doing the, uh, they, they'd videotape it. Okay. Did she ever watch any of these? I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. That's when it's like, wait, is Tommy Mitzi? Is Mitzi Tommy? You right. never really see him in the same place. You and know, then, do you know, and Tommy was always fine to me. But do, yeah. you know, do you know who Tommy really was at that point? I wouldn't quite go as far as Norman Bates. Wormtail from from Lord of the Rings. I, the king the king is under a spell, and oh. he's like talking through him and stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. I don't remember any of that from Lord of the Rings. It's, yeah. yeah, the dude from uh, One Flew Over His Cuckoo's Nest yeah. is, uh, is Wormtail, and he's just like, and and the king is just, Thorin is just, uh, is just, is that his name Thorin? I don't remember. But he's, uh, but we're he's, not the, uh, we, we're not, yeah. we're not, no. And yeah. he's just sitting there, and, and I remember, it's it's definitely, mm-hmm. well, you know, tell him, you can't go up tonight. Yeah. You know? Not gonna happen. It was probably a conversation as simple as uh, as Tommy telling her, "Hey, you know that phone guy you like uh, is yeah. still a showcase." She's like, "Oh, he can be He's a right." <laughs> that was I, I. I am very grateful that though that I had to interact with her a couple times. You know, and the fact that she, oh yeah, yeah, you're very funny when you at the club. And then I was, you know, when you hear that because. You also think uh, maybe because you hear horror stories like, mm-hmm. oh, she loves somebody and then she forgot about them like 20 minutes. Yeah, later. Or she just like fires somebody. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like your voice. She could have changed. She could have changed it immediately. Mm-hmm. Saw me like another time. I'm like, oh, no. And then I remember I was working at this management company answering phones at the time. Mm-hmm. And then Duncan called me. Yeah. Duncan Trussell was a booker. And he's like, yeah, Mitzi likes you. You're in, buddy. And I was yeah. like, what? Woo! Screaming in the hallway. He's like, "Yeah, man." He he goes, "He'll scream it out." <laughs> it's like Rudy. Like you don't know what to do. It's like, wait, 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 wait. I need to hear you say I made yeah. the team. Well, Duncan, I knew Duncan from. I mean, he was one of the first comics I met, like at at uh, mm-hmm. Luna Park, the old yeah. school Luna Park, and he was, and he would. Oh shit! I totally forgot about this until I just said it. I have it somewhere. So Duncan went in like '99, right? He brought me up, and there's a wrestling move called the rack that I. Yeah. Did to people in college, and I told this story once. It was like I was hammered. There was this kid walking across the street. I walked up to him, racked him. Kid just went with it, put him down the street. He just walked away like a video game avatar, right? Florida State, everyone, everybody, top notch education, hundred uh, percent. About as as meatheady as you get. But I, but I went. I did it. It was just the fact. But you had this this kid though. But going that story, imagine you're just walking, doing your own thing. I wasn't like aggressive to him and violent to him. I just said, "Come here." Picked him up, and he was like, all right. I put him down. He never said, what are you doing? And he smiled, and just it was straight up out of, like, Grand Theft Auto. I'm sure you put a pep in his stuff. I, it was funny. But anyway, point is. <laughs> Guys, you'll never believe what happened. If One of the cool it, kids picked me up. <laughs> but, but Duncan Trussell and I, somewhere I have this video. He, he does some bit, and I, and I racked him mm-hmm. in, at Luna Park. And I have him in my arms, like holding him. I have to find this. That sounds like something Duncan would and he was sign off on. He yeah. was loving it. He's just one of the most original. Oh, that dummy. He doesn't bring the dummy up anymore, does no, he? No, little hobo got yeah. stolen or like got lost or something. So now he's got like this whole thing oh, about where is, where is little hobo. And, but yeah, his, his little hobo sets were pretty, pretty I, great. He's one of the guys yeah. that I would always watch because you, just never, yeah. you him, just never knew what he was painter. doing. Painter. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed watching some of Rusty Dooley's prop work yeah. too. 
Must he do? He was yeah. with the, the Top Gun stuff that he would do. Yeah, it was. Just, it was. It, he was so much fun to watch how the audience would react. Totally to his stuff. His energy was big, so he would. You, they would put yeah. him on. They put him on, especially if they needed the, mm-hmm. the energy of the room to go yeah. up. Yeah. But um, speaking of energy, though, dude, Suicide Squad. Yeah, the new one, Holy James Gunn. This movie's fucking awesome. I am so glad you enjoyed it. I didn't just enjoy it. I love this. Movie. I have not seen the picture, but I've heard nothing but great things. I loved this. I got to see it. I'm not you trying to be a rebel. Ha- you've got to see this movie. Um, and it's only and the reason why I wind up watching it last night is because somebody lit a fire under my ass and said, "Dude, it's going to be off HBO Max in like four days, five days." Yeah, same thing. So you got you want to watch it? You want to watch it? I I, I should have told you so you could have watched it. We could have just done a whole spoiler thing today. I just for some reason I thought you already saw it. Yeah, you mean you should have texted me about what we're talking about. Yeah, but we before didn't. I started driving yeah, here, yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, probably. remind me though. Yeah. After you're done with this, yeah, uh, there's another movie that I have to watch tonight. That you're going to be very excited about. So okay. just well, let's talk. Put we'll a talk, pin in there. We'll talk about that. Yes. Um, so this will be non-spoiler, even though there's tons of people have seen it already. Because I think I'm going to do a spoiler review on this channel. I'll you can spoil it. it for me. I'll live. Well, if you want. I mean. I'll throw some stuff in there for some people who, if you haven't seen it, you know, maybe, I don't know what the hell I'm going to well, say. Well, you got to make so. a decision, Christian. There's people out there watching that don't want to be spoiled. Well, the hell with that. I'll do a spoiler review. Oh! You, I mean, because you care? This is him picking us up on his do you, shoulders. Do you not care? Are you serious? No, have, I, I want you to express your artistic This is my vision. favorite James Gunn movie. Okay, now he's made um, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Super. Super? Yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of those. I mean, he... He's got a great sense in music. He always has. Mm-hmm. It's it's front and center in this film. Um, it does. You know where the the first movie? I was going to say the first movie puts it front and center too. The first movie feels like an overall just like like just throwing music in to throw it in. It's like oh here's a music video now. Here's a music video now. Um, this every song fits the scene. Um, you have been in reviews with me before where I've talked about John Cena and saying, eh, sometimes he's kind of corny. He doesn't really, I think he worked in train wreck and a couple and of blockers and blockers. Mm-hmm. This is the best he's ever been. Wow. He's okay. F- he's funny in this movie. He's got a edge to him. Um, he is great in this movie. Idris Elba steals the show. He's, he's, he, this is, as he does, but, but this is, they, you know, they couldn't get Will Smith and they wind up getting Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. You could tell maybe that it was rewritten a bit because they still have kind of the, the daughter part of it. It plays. Uh, you got your Margot Robbie uh, returning. You got your boy. She's been as Jai Courtney. Quinn. And you got your boy, Joel Kinnaman returning. All right. So this is where I'm going to give some spoilers. All right. I'm going to give spoilers here, too. So if you haven't seen The Suicide Squad, you should tune out to it. And I'm even going to put it in the title that we're going to do a spoiler review here. So you clicked on it. Um, I was... So, and once again, you into our past, you talk about Jai Courtney. You love the guy. I was not a fan of him for a long time. And then... And then you met him. Well, no, before that. He was in that movie with Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. The... Uh, uh, whatever it was. Not always, but it, well, that's a spiller. The movie one. where the... Un- unbreakable. She directed unbreakable. it. Not Unbreakable. Unbroken. Unbroken. And unbroken. then he was in The Water Diviner. He was, in, he was in a few movies. He was in a few movies as like a supporting character. And then he was in The Suicide Squad. I was uh, Suicide mm. Squad, the first one. Which I didn't like that movie, thought he was great. Um, and even before I met him. And then I met him, and I interviewed him twice. And the first time I met him, I was like, this guy's a really, he's a really fucking good dude. Yeah. Passionate dude. And then used in the right circumstances. I think he fell into that Sam Worthington thing of people just shoving him down your throat and saying, this is your star, this is your mm-hmm. star, this is your star. Um, but he was great. He is gr- good in this movie, dead in first 10 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so 
they set this Buckle whole up. They dude, they set this whole thing up. Michael Rooker is in it, it opens with him and he's sitting on the bench and he's listening to this music. He's oh, and it opens up with Johnny Cash um uh Folsom uh Folsom mm. County Blues and he throws the handball, he kills this bird, you know, and it's you see that's James Gunn telling you this movie's going to be because of the way that it's shot, it's beautiful. It's the colors in this movie. He's going, you're going to see a lot of pretty colors because it's significant throughout the entire film. Pretty colors, fucked up characters, a lot of gruesome, a lot of gruesome death, and the, he just kills the bird with a with a handball, right? And then Waller recruits him, says you're going on, you're going on this mission, sends him on on this beach, and Pete Davidson is one of the guys also, winds up. And you think, okay, this is our it's our crew. It's it's there's a lot of different Nathan Fillion is in this cr- mm-hmm. crew and, and it's like the and Harley Quinn is there and um and 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 this is where Boomerang comes in and they send them in and the humor in this movie you so know I heard I heard it was it, it it plays like a hilarious dark comedy. It's hysterical. Yeah. And it's hysterical in a way that my biggest issue with Guardians of the Galaxy Two, are there funny jokes in that movie? Yes. But it gets in the way. It gets in the way. This does not get in the way. It feels like every part of it, it's like it's fucking lunacy. Lunacy from start to finish. It never feels like, well, that just came out of nowhere. No, he's been setting this shit up from the second it starts. And it, I mean, this is a five out of five movie, by the way. Huh. I, easily. Like, it's one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a long time. I, I, was, I was hesitant at first when it started, and I'm watching and I'm going, okay, it's gonna, it's, how goofy is this going to get? Is this going to be Guardians again where everybody has a joke? And then it's just balls to the wall. Hard R. Hard R. And everybody, like, but it's, even though people are, it's like, because the first one is really built on, well, these guys are villains. And you can't, you know, it's like they're really bad guys. It just Elba has like a, it's the same way that Will Smith did. There's a, there's a goodness in there. They have that odd him. code of chivalry. Yes. Where they're damaged individuals for the most part. Yep. But they still have some sort of moral code that may not fall into what societies that's right morals are but they have their own sort of path that they're well he's got this great scene with his daughter and it's the lead girl from um what's the ava duvernay um a wrinkle in time yes thank you and the lead kid in in that movie plays his daughter and they have this amazing scene where he's in jail right before because waller's trying to recruit him he's like no and she's like well i guess someone's here to see you and and the daughter's there and he's having this scene and this scene between this kid is phenomenal and and idris helbert and they start like you're real okay this is he's gonna be loving and caring to his daughter they start screaming fuck you at each other because he says she's like she says something like about she got caught for stealing and she's waiting for him to go like oh i can't believe you did that and he's like you know next time have a lookout right uh, and she's like that's what you have to say to me she goes fuck you he goes oh fuck you fuck you and they're screaming at each other get ready to be the dad of a teenager but i'm telling you i'm watching this and i'm like oh it's so real they're going back and forth and he, that's the reason why he goes on the mission because waller's like well look She's 16 years old. We can put her in. We can put her in here with you now. Mm-hmm. No, we wanted to. And he's like, "You motherfucker!" So yeah. he goes on this mission. There's an A team and a B team. The A team is the people that Boomerang and and uh, and Rick Flag, Joel Kinnaman, who's un- again same thing like Jai Courtney. People pushing him down your throat. Going, he's the lead. Put him in RoboCop. And then in side roles, he's great in this movie. Great. Him and him and Idris Elba and John Cena all have like the same type of skill, and they fought. Yeah. They're all like ex-military, and they. 
They, and who are we going against? Who's the main bad? Because that was the downfall of the first, the one. first one to me. Because I was really having a good time it's with fucking... Suicide Squad for the first two thirds of that movie. Then Enchantress yeah. reveals her full self, and I just thought it fell apart. You don't have to have seen the first movie, by the way, to, to like this movie. I, yeah, I, like, I would. I think that they give you a little like nod, saying or a little nod and a wink, saying, um, you know. There's a reason why Harley Quinn is is pals with Rick Flag, and there's a reason why Boomerang and her are here. That's because it, it it exists, it exists, but it's not. But they don't yeah. they don't make you rely on having to see it. So who are we right? going after here? So when they get to this beach, they're trying to figure out. It, it reminded me of Predator a little bit, right? Of like, well, why why are we why are we going here? What are, it's like this this group, and they just start getting picked off left and right, and everybody on the beach in the beginning gets killed except Rick Flag and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn gets gets taken and she winds up getting there the german guy from uh the, he, you probably know him he's a comedian and he and he's he was in pitch perfect and he was on he used to do like uh he was he's been in our space before i can't remember him they'll start screaming at me about it but he's he's got this staff that he gives harley quinn and she's it's like this really like he does this a lot james gunn throughout this movie he's got like these misdirects mm-hmm. and it's like oh here we go we got this nice scene and he's telling her take this take my uh my javelin it's it's for you and it, it it's meant for it and he dies, and this music's blaring. She puts her, her hand, she goes to put his face, and then she slaps him, like, real hard. She goes, it does what? Whack. It does what? It, it, you didn't tell me what it does. She's, like, beating the shit. <laughs> She's, like, laying there, right? And, by the way, it's so graphic, and it doesn't look like Expendables blood coming out. It's, like, there's stuff happening. There's with such an issue with CGI I, blood. Yes, and there's CGI blood in here that, that looks great. And there's, like, and it's just... You could just tell his his horror instincts, like that fun kind of horror stuff mm-hmm. that he did. What did he do? Sli- Slither? Is that the one that he did? I think he did Slither, yeah. So, like, Which is really, really cool. Like stuff like that. You, you could tell that this was a mixture for him of all the stuff that he's done in the past, but mixing it into like these anti-heroes, a big budget movie. The movie is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. There's a scene with... Harley Quinn, where she she falls in love with like the the, the president. So the answer to your question mm-hmm. is like there's there's this bad there's this this government uh, they're mercenaries they've done they've done this they've they've kind of overthrown the good people and they've they've their family runs it and and there's this science experiment this alien that they found it's like it looks like a fucking starfish from uh, SpongeBob SquarePants actually but or a xenomorph but. And and there's something happening with this starfish, and he's looking to. It's it, it's very alien esque. Like parts mm-hmm. of the thing come out and can control their bodies, and they've had it. And he's trying to control it, right? So she gets. So after they capture her on the beach, he falls in love with her. This, and he's like, he's like, look, you're anti-government. You always have been. I anti-America. I want you. I want you part. I want you with me. And they have this whole scene, and it looks like I took pictures of it. It look. It looks like. Artwork in a museum, the way that he shot this thing. But it's going along with the music and everything. And then he asks her to marry him. And she's like, absolutely, I'm, I'm in love, blah, blah, blah. And he starts talking about all the stuff that he's going to do with this starfish. And he looks around, and she fucking shoots him and kills him. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, ah, I just had such bad luck with dudes. And hearing you talk about what you're doing, it's just not going to end well. And the guy's like crawling and trying to find his way to like you know to to breathe, and she's just talking over him. The, you know the acting president now comes in, captures her. But the funniest fucking scene in the whole movie. I was sitting here. I have not laughed out loud by myself sitting watching a movie since this film, and I did it like five or six times. But this one particular scene, they 
so our, so the B team, right? The, uh-huh. Idris Elba, John Cena. Uh, they have to go. They're they're going to go rescue Rick Flag, and they have this girl. I can't remember her name. She like she can control rats. Cool. Um, and David Dalsmashin, Malshin. I always mess up his name. And he's uh, he he's um he he was an Ant Man. He he was in Collider Live a handful of times. Oh yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about. Sweetheart yeah. of a guy, yeah. right? Uh, he's at every Marvel premiere. Yeah. He plays the uh, the polka dot man, and he's got like this thing happening with mm-hmm. him, and like this he these polka dots are coming up, but he's got to let them loose, and they destroy people's bodies and asses and stuff too. Like wow. his his mother experimented on him. When he was younger, and that's yeah. and that's what he always wanted to be a superhero, and he's been in tons of shit and has been great. This is the best he's ever been, right? So, and then Stallone plays the shark, yeah, right, the shark, right, 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 and yeah. Nom Nom or whatever yeah. the hell the guy's name. He says Nom Nom. That's what he wants to eat. And the girl, though, the girl who controls rats is really like the the heart of the story because she Idris Elba sees his daughter uh-huh. in him and even says as much. So and it's and it's not and what I was worried about is they were gonna have there's gonna be all this conflict with all of them and like they didn't want to work with each other. Rick Flag and and Idris Elba have been working together in the they worked together in the past. They're buddies mm-hmm. and they work together fine. But Flag has gotten captured at this point, so they need to go find him. And they say, oh, we we know the village. So Cena and and uh, Elba are, are kind of butting heads mm-hmm. because they both have the same exact skill and they're both like assassins and the dialogue. R- Walking up and talking about it. I think it was in a trailer, the bag of dicks thing. Have you seen that? It's just sure. Like, yeah. But anyway, then they start to have a competition. They start going into this village, and they're brutally murdering every one of these soldiers. Like, just taking them out. And, and they've creative ways to do it. Elba looks at Cena and electrocutes a guy who's taking a bath. The guy, like, there's... They, rip a guy's head off. They're just killing everybody left and right. Every, and the, the shark is eating people, killing everybody. Love it. They walk in, they see, and they get Rick Flag, and he's sitting there with a drink and talking to the woman. He's like, what the hell's going on? He's like, oh, this is, these are the, the guys that rescued me. <laughs> they fucking killed the whole village full of mercenaries that saved Rick Flag. After, and he made, they set, it was brilliant. They set it up as if they're wrecking shop like in Predator, yeah. but they just fucking killed all the guys who helped Rick Flag. That's hilarious. It was hysterical. And and then there's so much more that happens, scenes like that throughout it, and they go back and forth, and there's like a mixture in time of how they maneuver. It's so creative. It's so fun. It's a shame that this movie didn't crush. This is one of the most original, uh, like, I don't want to say superhero, but comic book movies in since like Kick Ass, yeah. Can you compare it to anything? It's got like a Kick Ass feel. I mean, but but times a thousand. In okay. where where Kick Ass was just raw. Mm-hmm. This movie is it's it's gorgeous in the way that it's shot. It's it's creative and not. And you know me when when it's sometimes when it's just like excessive. It's like oh, this guy's just trying to be mm-hmm. artsy fartsy. It fits like there's stuff like there's when Harley Quinn gets out. She she breaks out of. of uh, she's she's being held captive, and she breaks out, and she's killing all of her captors. And there's like these petals and flowers kind of flying up behind her, and it just it's it's gorgeous the way that that it all works. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, like the, the I'm so attached to all of the characters watching mm-hmm. it. I was really attached to to Cena and the fact that he was so good and so clever and so funny in this movie. Like the way his delivery was really good. Alba's hands down my my favorite throughout the the whole thing um but and the girl and the girl's really good and i forget which one of the doctor who's plays one of the the villains also but they it's 
the starfish thing at the end mm-hmm. is the, it gets loose. Yeah. And just and that's when they have to like try to bring it down together because Amanda Waller is a part of this whole thing. It's like the American government was part of the whole thing. Yeah. And like they, it, it's it's like like you said before, this moral compass of what do we do. It's not always going to go the way. This movie is not conventional. You can't predict it. Like when you like, it's like normally the things that normally happen, the normal tropes that happen, mm-hmm. they don't happen in this movie. And it's it's very like there's some fun, shocking moments throughout the entire thing. Do we have? Are we looking at a sequel? Is there a post credit scene to stick around? Absolutely, for? there is. Um, Rick Flag fucking eats it, by the way. And I was I was I was so devastated by that I, because and I I've never been a Kinnaman fan, but I yeah. because he was so good in this movie. Yeah, and, and Cena kills him. And because Cena turn, Cena doesn't necessarily turn, but he's working for Waller, and he's and he's like, we they they get this chip mm-hmm. that basically says to the uh, that about the about that the Americans were involved in it, and she wants it all destroyed, mm-hmm. and Flag's like, no, we got to release this to the public, and Cena's like, no, that's not our objective, and because like, his name's Peacemaker, he's like, well, let's, what are we talking about here? And they start fighting. Mm-hmm. And he feels bad about it, Cena, you know, when they're fighting. But then he realizes at the end he's got to do what he's doing because Flag's ready to kill him. He's ready to choke him. And then Cena stabs him in the heart, um, kills him. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, they said it because Cena comes, because it just all but kills him at the end, you think. Mm-hmm. But in the post credit scene, he, was, he survived. Okay. Um, so they set it up for a sequel. I just worry because... The movies you can tell that it was expensive. I mean, it's an expensive movie. It uh, was, yeah. I think I, I can't remember what I what I read the budget was, but I think it was like eighty. No, that movie did not seventy cost eighty to make. I can't. I I don't know. No fucking way. That movie has to cost at least one hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow. If, if if not more. Really. I'm gonna. I, yeah. He's I looking mean, it up, folks. I'm gonna look just just from the salaries alone. I would assume he's going. To the glasses. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, not yet. I'm not. But I'm. I'm putting in. Like, I haven't even used box office mojo in so long. It's such a terrible. So many sucks now. My goodness, what what are you thinking when you're rebranding Super something? Sad. Like, hey, let's make it unusable. Let's see. I'm gonna see how much. Today's. Make it unutilizable. Well, so it, made, it only made it made 52 domestic, international right. made 102, made 155. Probably got so some. Far. What is it? HBO Max probably got some subscribers. Yeah, that's over what there. you. That's what you would hope. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. I don't know how you read the budget. A budget was 185 million. Ooh. Yeah, it, it, you can you can tell too when you when you when you see this you'll you can you'll you can tell. Um, but the yeah, movie was pretty penny. Remember that movie was not made for HBO Max. It was made before there was a pandemic. It was made for all this stuff. So, um, but you can tell, man. You can really tell that how much effort and love this guy put in this movie. I was uh, I was. I thought I would like it. I didn't know that I would love it the way that I did. I, I love this movie. Good for you. It was great. You, okay, I, favorite yeah. comic book movies of all time. Is this, it's is this in the top Re- 10? Recency bias. Recency bias. Right now, I'd say yes, but okay. it, recency bias. Yeah, though. you got to really sit down and think about all the comic book movies you've seen. Like, how does this stack up to the, the, the original Superman? How does this stack right. up to right. 89 Batman right. or even Batman Begins it, well, or The I'll Dark Knight? I'll tell you how it stacks up to both Superman and Batman 89 because those are both movies that changed the game right? because yeah. nobody was doing superhero movies that you took serious until Superman mm-hmm. came out and then Batman was Adam West until Michael right. Keaton hit there and, and that, that was like a that was you and I remember that was what a blockbuster was all about that entire summer lines was ra- all about Batman lines wrapped around the block shirts everywhere you shoes, went the shoes, Converse shoes the comic books I mean everything prints on the radio everything it was massive right so that kind of changed the game so 
how does it compare is that it's it's different in genre. This movie is a different, different type of movie. It's it, And I'm telling you, the best way I could, and, and it's a super, it's a compliment. It's fucking crazy. All right, it's I'll a, watch it. It is a crazy movie, and I enjoyed every second of it. I thought the stuff they did with shark, the shark and Stallone, you go, yeah, yeah that's perfect. Okay, so where do I watch it if it's gone from HBO Max in like four days? So I think you're going to still be able to you can still it. rent it. I think you can still rent it. Okay. Um, and then I think that it's going to be back on HBO Max in, I don't know, a couple of months. But uh, probably going to happen. You should, I, you should watch it. I'll too. try to catch it. I'm trying to catch you. it this weekend. It's, it's really funny. Yeah. It's like, and... That was my biggest concern was, as you know, like when, like if, if, if the, the humor gets in the way, if it doesn't feel like do. it, it, like it works. Yeah. There's a scene that <laughs> there's so many funny scenes in this movie. There's a scene where they're, they're walking through it's They had gone through that whole Rick flag thing I told you about. And then they, they go back, they go seven minutes earlier because these explosives go mm-hmm. off and it, and it, and now and it's like a Tarantino type of throw, right? Like seven minutes earlier, you see how we led to those explosions going off. But so Idris Elba, um, Harley Quinn, Polka Dot Man, and then the security, that's well, a guy that's been helping them, this guy Milton, he's mm-hmm. a regular guy, you know, who's been helping them out. They're walking through this, like, it's like an office building, and it's quiet, and then soldiers pop out and start shooting. Milton's dead, goes down, right? Yeah, and, I was going to guess. And so it just hits the side. Harley Quinn hits the side. Polka Dot Man is upset, and he's just like, they, they killed Milton. They, they killed Milton. And then Selva <laughs> goes, Milton was, was was still with us? Yeah. He was walking. He was with us? And he's like, what do you mean? He's been with us the whole time. He's like, I thought he stayed in the car. And Harley Quinn goes, who's Milton? Then <laughs> they have this. He's like, you don't know. Are you? He's like, you're kidding me, right? You don't know who Milton is? Like, he's been around, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, nope, got no recollection of a Milton. She comes out. She goes like, oh, that's Milton, right? She's like, oh, I remember him. Love it. And then at the end of the movie, after it's all over, she, like they're having a conversation, Harley Quinn and and because uh, Polka Dot Man fucking mm-hmm. eats it too. I was very upset about that. Um, but then Idris Elba is talking to Harley Quinn, and she's like, I can be your friend, Milton. And she and he goes, not my name. And she's like, she goes, yeah, it is. We just had a whole conversation about it. He's like, like, no, not my name. And it was like, that is how she would act. That is, she's out of her fucking mind. It set with him. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't the one. I was worried he was going to be the one going, who's Milton? He just forgot Milton was there. He knew who he was. He just forgot that he was there. And it was each bit of humor fit each character and like the polka dot man had like these mommy issues and every time he saw like a that's he wasn't like a really evil guy he was just a guy that was tortured by the i think somebody calls him norman bates at one point and it's and it is i i am definitely going to watch this movie again i haven't heard a bad thing about it from anyone that i've seen discuss this movie have not heard a uh, bad thing about it fucking bummer that it didn't do as well because i definitely want to see a sequel and i definitely want to see him i am yeah. if you told me right now you only get su- the suicide squad 2 mm-hmm. which is really what it would be or guardians 3 the suicide squad 2 really every, yeah every day yeah. I, I i i prefer this over both guardians 1 and guardians yeah. 2 it's it's just very different wow. it's it's a very it is it's my type of it's my type of movie, and I think okay. it's your type of movie too because it's it's funny, dude. Okay, it's really funny. I'm in. Yeah, and the music. I already I got the, I just I got the soundtrack ready as soon as because you're a soundtrack yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a great soundtrack. Well, it's, it's like when we left Baby Driver. It's like yes. man, 
The yes. music just didn't get in the way. It accelerated no, it, it the accelerated action. it as opposed to the first one yeah. where it was just it was just over your beating you over the head. It's like here's a music video now, and it's like uh, right, right. This there's the m- music dominates mm-hmm. in this movie, but it's for a purpose. Yeah. So anyway, I, I loved it. I mean, I really did. Um, I think that for those people who were telling me to get on it, watch it, you were right. A hundred percent. Five out of five schmoes. Uh, easily. From Christian Harlow. One of my favorite movies that I've seen in a long time. The ultimate honor you can bestow upon a picture. Yeah, it is It is easily one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a while. And and in DC, it might be, it, not including the Nolan trilogy, probably it's, 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 it's up there. Uh, they made a third Batman movie? What's that? Uh, you hate that movie, huh? I like that movie. I like that movie. I can go along with it for a little bit, but man, that movie just bugs me. I gotta rewatch it. It just bugs me more and more. There, yeah. There's good in it, but it's like I'm it's like I'm Luke talking to Vader. I'm like, look, I know there's good in you, but uh kinda ruining yeah, you some, never really some shit that. here. I know so. you, you never you never you never faulted from that. You, I will you never like, no. forgive that movie. No, I like that movie. So I have a movie I need to oh, watch. Yeah, what are you gonna before watch? For the Suicide Squad. Yes. Because it's for work. <clears throat> this is a movie. Yes. Note I didn't burp during his review. This is a movie. That I'm watching tonight right. because... It's not a review yet. It's a preview. For uh, Rotten Tomatoes is wrong the podcast. Now, you're going to get upset. Can I guess first what it is before you, you give me some hints and I'll guess? I, I'm going to say you're going to be very upset that you are not the Part guest on this show. Okay. Is it, a, is it one of the Rocky movies? You've seen all the Rocky movies. Is yes. It's, it's got to be a movie I have not seen. It's something you've never seen. And it is a comedy. A comedy? Yes. Is it a sports comedy? Yes. And I wouldn't count the program as a sports comedy. Neither would I. Okay. Um, some dramatic it's a stuff sports comedy. Sports comedy. Well, if you give me the movie, if you give ridiculous, me the hair-brained. If you well, not Caddyshack. Extreme sport. Extreme sport fits in the X Games mold. Hmm. Oh, I believe man. you're one of the big champions of this movie. It's not Hot Rod. It is Hot Rod. Uh, I'm not a champion of that movie. I thought you, I, I see, I thought you were. I couldn't quite remember because I know, I think a few of the wangers love it. No, I just spoke about this movie. It's so funny you bring that up. Um, I would, I am actually upset that I'm not watching with you because I just, I, it's funny you bring this up. I talked about this movie two or three episodes ago. That's what I do. I, I lend magic yeah. to a podcast. You were listening to the episode and decided you were going to lie and say you were going to see this movie. But I was, it's one of the few movies I walked out on. Um, you walked out of Hot Rod. Yeah, because I had seen the movie. It was before we were getting screenings, uh-huh. right? And we had to review one of the Harry Potter movies. Um, so I, you weren't with me. It was me and, and Mike Citizen. Okay. And so we he, we went. We saw the Harry Potter movie, and then we was like, all right, well, let's now we watch that. Let's 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 watch it down with a comedy. And Andy Samberg, who was a guy, and it's in the theater. Um, Are you theater hopping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the okay. Grove, and so we go in there, and and I was. Obviously, just to do stand up with Andy, so we, we want to support mm-hmm. by by going in free to his movie, um, and watching it, excited for it, and I'm going, this is fucking stupid, and I left. But everybody swears by the movie. I've not seen it since it came out in the theater. I might have just been exhausted from Harry Potter, from watching you know it's a two lot. and a half hours. It's a lot. And maybe just wasn't in the mood to yeah. do it. I was uh, so I think I have to go back and watch. People swear by it. I have to. I have to People watch love it. it. Is yeah. not well. Uh, it, it's it's not high on the tomato meter. Just why we're talking. Do you know? About what, do you know what it is? This, the score? Because I'd like to guess. I do not, but I will look it up while you tabulate. I'm going to say thirty-four percent. I think it's probably lower. Is it lower than thirty-four percent? I, I want to say low. it's like in the teens, People but apparently it. our beloved guest, which is the only reason you're not on, who's the guest? Chance the rapper. Mm. 
loves this movie. I can see getting so a chance. I think you say Chance Ellison. Hot Rod. Yeah, what do you got? Thirty nine percent. You're pretty close. Oh, it's pretty close. But the audience score is fresh, sixty four percent. Audience so, loves it. I got. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it another. Because I love Pop Star. Pop Star is funny. As never hell. stop. Never stopping or whatever. That it movie is. didn't do very well. That movie. No, was, it didn't at all. I mean, neither did Hot Rod. But so I saw that one. I don't know if you were with us. I, I was, but I was definitely sitting next to Makuga. Yeah, you and I, and and I guess Josh. Yeah. Josh was our Milton because I don't remember him being at that screening, yeah, but I remember so laughing funny. a lot. And everybody, but Tim Meadows stole a lot of that movie from me. Tim Meadows is great. That one I thought my wife was going to like. She she didn't didn't bite. No, she didn't bite on that. Because the comedies, comedies are like the other, there's tons of, like I didn't even attempt to watch The Suicide Squad with her. She would hate the movie. Um, Why? Because of the violence? The violence, talking raccoons and talking sharks, she's out. Right, but like. Really? That seems to be what attracts people. Does she not like chimpanzees and tuxedos? Because that. Maybe not. But like she, but she was not. Everybody likes that. Well, she, I didn't even bother because I did. I did exactly what I told myself I was going to do a month ago. Uh-huh. Grabbed some popcorn, smoked a little bowl, had had a had a, 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 a not a beer, but just had, had a drink back here. Put on the t- put on the the, t- the TV. Put up the sa- the sound, and I let it blast. I didn't. That's one of the reasons I was putting it off. I didn't want to have to keep putting the volume down because people mm-hmm. were sleeping in the house or put the the subtitles on. You so wanted I could the full the Suicide Squad. The dog and I came back here. The dog, dude, the dude just crashed. By the way, on the he's floor. keeping the dude away from me again. Second week in a row. I know the dude just crashed on the floor, mm-hmm. out cold, and blast as the and as the sound is blasting through it like a surround sound. It was awesome. Yeah. And just everything, like, how I wanted to see this movie. So, um, but, yeah, I didn't even attempt to try to get her to watch it. But I'm doing all these, re- we're doing the rewatches of uh, the Star Wars movies for Sith mm-hmm. Council. Yeah. And I'm probably going to start watching them back here, though, too, because it was just, it's just such a, I freaked out, though. I went to turn my TV on. It wasn't turning on. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me that this thing shorted out? Uh-huh. And I'm hitting the remote, and I'm like, the battery's out. I'm re- redoing the batteries. And I don't know what's happening. So, finally, I, I I'm, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, this TV's like seven months old or whatever it is. Yeah. And so finally, I don't know how, but it was connected to my Roku also, and it turns on. But the big remote, the batteries did, were shit. I just, all the batteries in here were shit, but I re- replaced them. But it finally turned on last night. But man, that's was, the worst is when you're like really exciting, prepare for something. You got your snacks, you got yeah, your drink, 15, 20 minutes. You're in the right mental state. Then yeah. you just hit a button and it doesn't work. It and you're like, oh, God, you know what? I love that scene in Spanglish, that movie, with Adam Sandler. I, yeah, I, I've never paused Vega, right? There's just yeah, there's this scene where he's like this, this high end chef. Yeah. And he gets home. he's been working all day. He's been dealing with family. He's been dealing with work with everything. And he gets home. Everybody in the house is asleep. And he's like, finally. So he makes himself this sandwich. Yeah. It's like, yay, big. And it just, it's got, he, 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 he makes an egg and he puts it on there and he's just got everything and he's just got his paper and he pours himself a beer and it, it's like a 30 minute process, yeah. but he's finally here at the moment. He's about to take a bite. And then like one of the kids wakes up yeah. or something. And it's just like, you, you just work so hard. Oh, the best to, laid plans. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. I get ready to have some uh, snack ready, this, that, I don't know what, something I was about to watch. Either somebody comes in, wants yeah. to watch something else. The kid wakes up, tell me a story and it's, it's. Part of part of being a dad, but yeah. uh, but not last night. I'll tell you, like I I wound up. I tweeted out last night because I was like fifty minutes into it, loving it. Tweeted out about it. People were like, left me hanging. The, the truth behind it was I didn't. I couldn't finish it all. So I woke up first thing in the morning and finished it back here. Okay. And it was like, so that I wanted it all fresh yeah. in my head. So, um, 
yeah, man. Get do. I know I, I obviously spoiled the whole movie for you, but you should. It's 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 worth the watch. No, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm um, gonna watch it. But that's cool. Hot Rod, you're watching, and then um, anything, oh, check this out. Yeah, what do you got? So I downloaded this app last week. It's a sleep app. In case we ever get sponsored by a sleep yeah, app, I won't is, say this which. Is, this sleep is not app. a sponsor at the moment. Um, no, no, no. This is actually my real life. So yes. it tracks your sleep. Okay. You put it on the nightstand. You don't have to wear any apparatus. Yeah. You put it on the nightstand, and then you hit start when you're when when you're when, when it's bedtime. Yeah. And and it tracks your sleep, and it gives you all these stats, but it also selects recordings from. The evening of what you've done for you to listen to. Oh so is God. so, and, and it'll try to be yeah. like, oh, this is Mark snoring. Yeah, this is Mark talking in his sleep. Did you do that? Did you do that? Play it. Play. I it. don't play it every day because I'm afraid I'm gonna hear like, dog, dog. <laughs> like I, I don't <laughs> know what you, I'm gonna so hear. So basically, basically, uh, uh, Worm Tongue will be talking through you. Yeah. So that's at six thirteen. That might have been. I don't know what. Yeah. What time me, did you go to sleep? Put it to the mic. Put it to the mic. No, over, over like this. What's going on? That was apparently talking. This is going to be great, though, because this you're definitely going to hear Molly snoring. Because that's the thing. I'm not sure. Who snores louder? You or Molly? Molly. I'm not sure if it's accurately tracking my sleep because, like, one time tracking the dog sleep. One time it said baby fussing, and I hit play and dog. Yeah, but I was nervous. I'm like, is there the ghost of a kid hunting me? Right. So this is going to be snoring. Oh, so it's going to. Sounds like static. That's the dog. Yeah, it sounds like static. That's the dog. Okay, let's try one more. It's like white noise. I heard that. That's that the like, dog. That one more. Like a Here fart. comes. I heard that. I heard that. It sounded like a big fart. That's the dog. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a dog. That's the dog. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, what else we got? So, how, no, no word on... Look. What? We're not going to talk about this? It's great. I'm, I'm glad you're happy. I'm super happy. I think, I didn't think I tell you I was going to do it? You did, yeah. and you got very excited about it, and you showed me a picture. I did. And I was happy for you. Yes. And if you – see, I'm trying to think, like, if we were back in the Schmoes day. Where for it, the audio listeners, I'm showing him the Tony Soprano It's picture. Schmoes No. I'm pretty sure they figured it out. Schmoes No. Yes. Where we have our background. We're doing, like, our, our weekly Wednesday right. or Thursday show. If you had been like, okay, I really want this to be in the background. I'm trying to think of, like, would I have been cool with it? At my house, you would have been fine with it. No, at like at Collider when at we Collider, were when yeah, we had. I think you would have been fine with I it. I think I would have been very happy with it yeah. because it's a cool look. It's great, and it's not the no. normal no pop toy bobblehead. And you know what the crazy thing is that back then we could have gotten that because this, this show's been off the air for like fourteen years. Well, yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's. I, it's your fault. I'm, I'm fucking obsessed with it because yeah. I'm sitting here watching. Did you really movie. watch the Suicide Squad, or you just come in here and get high and stare at the painting for two? I hours? I did both. I was as I was watching. I was absolutely watching the movie, and then I found myself going, "Man, it's a great picture. It's really good." Kevin Smets texted me. Yeah, and he was like, "Dude, did you did, you got to take me? You got to take a picture of, of it and show me where where it is." And I sent it to him. He's like, "It's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty." It's like what I love about it is people who don't know The Sopranos have no idea what it is. No, no, clue. no, yeah, because you haven't because you, you haven't seen the you haven't seen the episode yet. You got to figure out a way when you have guests in here. Yeah, you got to figure out a way. Maybe early in the show, ask them if they've ever seen The Sopranos. Just kind of do it flippantly, yeah. Yeah. like talk about the many saints, whatever it is. Right. Figure out if they've seen it, and then go away. 
go away from The Sopranos. Yeah, and to see if they bring and it up then, at all. And then, like, the kicker at the end of the show is this, hey, look at that, and tell me what do you think that is. Bring it up in the beginning, and then back at the end. Because it's not overwhelming that it's Tony Soprano. No, it's not. It kind of looks like Gandolfini, but again, I know what it's from. The Napoleon outfit throws it off. If it was, if it was the original, there's, there's another, there's two photos that I was going back and forth on. The first one is him is the one that he actually asked the, the guy to paint. It's the one that he had commissioned, and then this, and then this is, is the, the Paulie one, yeah. one. This is the Paulie Walnuts one. So, um, so I would have guessed, so guessed it's from that movie Get Shorty, where they have Danny DeVito playing Napoleon. It's a good one, too. So Katie Sackhoff is supposed to come on the show um, next, well, in like coming in tape next week. So probably airing on in like a week and a half. Good. Right? Um, to which I'm going to see. Hopefully you're available. You can come in for that show. I am in Vegas. Next, next Friday you are? Yeah. No. All right. Well, it won't be you. Um, anyway. Not going to be me. So do we think that Katie used to watch The Sopranos is the first question. The second question is, will she recognize the poster? I think Katie has seen less than 50% of The Sopranos, yeah. but I think she's seen episodes. She I don't think she's, she she's watched it straight through. I don't know. I mean, again, she's, she's in the biz. She won't get it. I think, that, I think that I bet you she watched a few episodes. I think she will. You think she's going to know what that is? I think it's just enough like Gandolfini. I have that much faith in our friend Katie. All right. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll debate it when she comes in. So Six-pack? What's what? Six-pack? What the fuck are you talking about? It's like I'm talking to a wall. Yeah. Bet a six-pack. Oh, you want to bet a six-pack? Sure. I don't drink, I, I don't drink that much. Six-pack for you. Then bottle, I'll drink it. Bottle of wine for me. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Of you know equal what or I, lesser value. I told you what I'm doing for my birthday. What? Wife's making roast. The, the, no, not roasting. I'll roast you from my house. My, okay. my, my wife is, um, <laughs> is, making, uh, is making baked ziti. Yeah. Bottle of wine. Many Saints in Newark. The prequel to Sopranos comes out on my birthday. Oh, yes. On HBO Max. Oh, look at this. Perfect. Do they put ricotta cheese in baked ziti? Yes. Some, some, no, no, no. no. Mozzarella. Yeah, yeah. I just cannot stand the look. The texture, anything oh. about ricotta cheese, I am so out. It depends, I think. Because lasagna sounds like my favorite food of all time. Oh, so if you good. just get you just the ricotta, like ricotta out of there. That's what makes, that's what makes the dish. I, no, it doesn't, Christian. Oh, it does. you, you can have layers I, of pasta and cheese and sauce I without getting things, ricotta involved. I do things to the lasagna that my wife makes a great lasagna. And I that do, sounded very, very American pie dirty. I do things to lasagna. I do things to lasagna that... Italian people might get mad at me. <laughs> Did at. Eugene Levy walk in on you with those? What are you doing? <laughs> I um. Oh, this just bad uh, reception is all. You're, you're gonna hate this because there's no chance that you like this. I've been doing it a lot with pizza. Mm-hmm. I've been doing, and people are gonna lose their fucking minds when I say this. If I, you say pineapple, I'm walking out of the get studio. Get the fuck out of here, pineapple. What do you think? I'm Russian. Um, I, I put um, RB3's book. I put uh, goat cheese. Nope, I'm out. I put some goat cheese on lasagna sometimes. Yeah. I put some goat cheese in my pasta sometimes. Nope. I know. I know. Nope. It, was a, it, was a, it was a dish that I had tried once before to just add it, and it's, it's, it works for me. Your tastes do continue to change yeah. and evolve as you get older. Even for yeah. me, I'll admit that a creature of habit. Ten years ago, you, tried you sushi. would not find me dead eating. I, I can choke down sushi on a yeah. date, but no. no. Um, I, I, you could not find me dead with an avocado. I'm not going on a date with you. With right. guacamole. Yeah. We went on a sushi date. It already happened. It's true. It's canon. That's right. Um, pesto, I've become a big fan of Pesto's recently. Good. Pesto's good. So black beans, I, I never ate when I was like in my formative years. Love me some black beans now. So you know, I'm 
Yeah, you're moving. I'm getting there. You're moving. You're shaking. I'm getting there. You, but you said you weigh yourself every day, and I, I don't do. want you to do that. Why not? I want you to do it once a week. No. You can't tell your trainer no. <laughs> when did you become a trainer? Yeah, you, <laughs> just like, no. you just wanted to bet me a six-pack no. kind of fucking bullshit trainer I is that? heard you ruin a movie for me and then top it off <laughs> with a little sprinkle to. of goat cheese. You told me to. You're weighing yourself once a week, you fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I did it. You did it, didn't you? How I three times? I did it three times. <laughs> Is it before we started the show? He's like, "Hey man, I tell you, I'm down to one ninety eight. I'm like, "You told me that a month ago." And then anyway, yeah, I went back. I up. went back up to two or three. Then I dropped. I just feel you're torturing yourself because I'm doing goat day. cheese on fucking lasagna every night. That's why. <laughs> But, but, but again, you're eating well. You're, I'm eating well. You, I'm eating in better. your head, there is this giant tug of war happening. It is. Between well, you wanting to get in shape and more svelte and healthier, but there's the other side of you that wants to be that so 100%. bad. 100%. You want to be Tony Soprano. As far as what's so bad. Oh, when he's crushing the gabagool. Oh, the gabagool. When he's crushing yeah. all that stuff, I'm like, oh, throw it in my face. And then when. Like, A lot of food porn you, in the Soprano. Because here's the problem. With uh, it, it, because my wife even called me out the other day. I I was when I had dropped the significant amount of weight and everything. I was being very strict. It's mm-hmm. just like chicken and salmon and brown rice. Brown, that was it. Yeah, I'm throwing little cheats in here too. My wife's like, "Did you just crush a gallon, a, a half a gallon of one percent milk in like a day and a half?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "We had a lot of banana bread." She's like, none of that is supposed to be what you're supposed to be. You just, make, you just make up for it on the back end, you know? Well, you the take problem, a little it's, something it's, out the next It's day. not a problem of the drop in the weight as, about, as much as it's like cholesterol-wise, milk and, and banana bread and cheese is probably not the best for you. It's the whole reason I stopped, started this in the first place. It's just, I just, it's just dairy, dairy is my vice, man. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoy dairy. I really have very little. You don't care. If I, no, you know what I realized? You go back and watch a lot of those schmoes, no vids. I got, I'm breaking out. I'm, I'm, I'm a 30-year-old man, and I'm breaking out everywhere. There are a couple. There are a lot of them sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they would just like pop. I don't sometimes have they any. say hello. You just look around and go, hi. Yeah, it, 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 there's multiple reviews. If I don't like the way he reviewed a movie, I just, psh, I just explode. Yeah, but I became like Neo at one point. I expected, <laughs> I expected it coming. We're talking about Harry Potter. It's just a... Yeah, just move. Here so, it yeah, but I stopped eating dairy, and then... That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it out. This is a. This is actually a very. Uh, I think we ther- learned some stuff. It's a therapeutic conversation I have with you. Buddy. I hope for you. It was great. I got nothing out of it. Good. Well, listen, we're gonna get some stuff out of this. October eighth. <laughs> oh, I hope so. October eighth, everyone, get on over to the New York Comedy Club. If you're gonna be in New York, if you're gonna be in the area, hell, if you're in Boston, you want to drive in. You're Philly, drive in. Come on, come see us. Take the train. October eighth. Forty-five minutes out of your life. Are there there tickets left? Do you know? Um, I know they're they're selling very well for both nights. So Thursday and Friday. So you probably want to hop on those now. All right. So it's the Schmodown. Well, yeah, I think you can get them at theschmodownlive.com. You should be able to. Go go to Mark Ellis. After 10 years of jerking your chain, be like, hey, is there any way (laughs) we could put it on the site? I will. JP probably handled it. MarkEllis.live. Get on over there. Buy the tickets. I'm going to be on the Friday show. Mark's doing a show on Thursday and Friday. Ken Knapsack will be on both shows on Thursday and Friday. Oh, God, really? Yeah, you're the one that booked them. Um, I did? Yeah, and it's going to be a blast. Nope. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm mixing Milton. Uh, so bring your Miltons. And by the way, if you haven't had a chance to do bring it, your- bring your Miltons. <laughs> if you haven't had a chance to do it, please subscribe to this show on podcast form, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. As I was going back and forth and interacting with the audience, I saw a lot of people asking that question is available on podcasts. It is actually crucial 
to the fact that if you guys, even if you are watching this on YouTube, if you're a brand new subscriber and you just rediscovered us again, subscribe to the podcast feed and download the episodes. They help us um, because we're not doing the super chats and the streamlabs and the robots and all that stuff. We are going right after podcast advertising. We've got some great podcast advertisers so far. A lot of, I mean, the people that we're working with right now, I'm super happy with. Um, and we can do more. We just need you guys to check out the podcast episodes. Please do it. Mark Ellis is here. We'll see him hopefully. Well, you're going to be gone all next week? Yeah, I'm, now I'm thinking I'm really nervous because I'm going to do the sleep tracker thing, yeah. but I'm nervous about firing it up in a hotel room. Because who knows what's going to happen? You're going to hear, hear stuff going on in the other walls. What's going to happen? Yeah, it's true. You can get another, hotel room's you, notoriously haunted. You're going to get another sex joke out of it. I don't know. This The one I got now is pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, so go watch Jurassic Park, everybody. We'll see you guys whatever you want. Uh, All right, check us out, by the way. And don't forget, the episode on Monday will be myself, Kate, and Brett. We're going to be talking about some shit. Wednesday will be a new guest. I can't follow them. Katie Sackhoff's coming on soon. Don't forget about the rewatches, by the way. The rewatches of um, Sith Council. It's every Friday. Check out the old one. We did Phantom Menace. We did Attack of the Clones. We're doing Revenge of the Sith on Friday. That's it. Peace out, you rats. (laughs) 